0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, a podcast where we pick a subject that interests us, annoys us, as you'll find out in this episode, or is otherwise just a little bit interesting um, and well, we cast some views on it. I'm here with Dan, that's me, hi. (laughs) That is you, and this episode is all going to be about stuff that grinds our gears, gets on our our nerves, and just our general pet peeves, really.
1: Pet peeves, I like that, very British pet peeves. It is, very, very, very British pet peeves. Do you know what my pet peeve is? I'm going to start. (laughs) My number one, I've actually added one, right, I had a list here, but I'm adding one, is having technicals when you're getting ready <laughs> so we kind of joked about it in the last episode we'll say yeah yeah it's all behind us now but it's 20 to 8 do you want to say what time we were due to start this
0: yeah it was actually due at
1: half seven it was so just 20 um, it's minutes t- 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 10 to 8 it is <laughs> uh, sorry yeah i can't even read the time it's 10 to 8 yeah so 20, got away with it then. <laughs> 20 minutes 20 minutes delayed so anyway people having technicals with their audio that that's my number one pet peeve. <laughs>
0: But yeah, this week's episode's all got to be about our pet peeves, with kind of reference to everything in everyday life, I guess, because you can kind of break them down into subsections, I think.
1: Yeah. But I'll t- I tell you what, though, before we do get started, because knowing you, I know how potentially angry this episode's going to get, <laughs> right? And having said that, when we suggested this, because we only sort of thought about this yesterday, didn't we? And I, I thought, well, I'm only going to have like one or two. I've got a list of 16 at the moment. So... <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's gonna break our longest episode record. This is
1: yeah. Before we do, let's let's get a promo for some friends out now before they get mixed up with all our anger and elevated blood pressure later. So we mentioned last week that we're going to feature a number, probably throughout January and Feb, a number of promos from some friends of ours. And this week we're going to hear from Decaying with the Boys. So it's Matt and Adam, and they've got an absolutely fantastic podcast. They talk about literally anything and whatever they fancy, really. And I was listening to their latest one. I listened to it a couple of times, actually. And it, it's kind of a review. Part of it is a review of the year. But they, they go from beer to boxing. MMA with, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but with a great rant about Ronda Rousey. But you'll have to, you'll have to listen to it to find out. Through two favorite wrestlers, breweries. And I kid you not, they discuss a story in India about a war between dogs and monkeys. I'm, like, I'm leaving it there I'm leaving it there I mean, it's it's just an amazing story So, yeah, Decaying with the Boys Give them a look on Twitter And give their podcast a follow And we'll hear from them now
0: Welcome back to the Judgitorium. It's Decaying with the Boys
1: That's right, it's Matt, it's Adam
0: Two comedic co-hosts that talk about what they love Beers, combat sports, pop culture, horror movies And whatever else we want So subscribe on your favourite podcast platform To catch new episodes dropping
1: every Sunday morning
0: so, this week's episode. Yeah, pet let's peeves. get into it. What grinds our gears? <laughs> right. Well, now there was inspiration for this. Obviously, it's just been the holiday period. And, and you know, I think you're exposed to probably more pet peeves than you, than you would be <laughs> at any other time of year. However, I'm going to kind of break them down into categories because I think there's a few main categories where everybody's got things that really wind them up, grind their gears, piss them off, basically. So, yeah, I'm going start... to start.
1: So, I was going to say, I tried to group them, and where I can, I have. But, like I said, I just kept adding and adding and yeah let's let's see how we get on
0: well i'm going to start with a category and that's driving driving okay yeah pains. yeah i've got a couple so It's when you're on the road, you know, people have habits that really, really wind them up. And to be honest, the entire inspiration for this episode came about really... Someone annoyed you. Someone's pushed you off, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. To and from, you know, family members over like the Christmas period and that sort of thing. And one of them, and I don't know if our friends in America will appreciate this as much because we've got lots of roundabouts and that sort of thing. And roads are narrower. So there's lots more stopping and start driving. And that's when... Do you know when you let someone go through when it's (laughs) not their right of way? And they yeah, don't wave.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Or
0: they don't do the thing where they flash their lights because it's like a little bit of a spit, isn't it?
1: Well, it's just even a little, ray, a tiny raise of the hand. It doesn't have yeah, to be yeah. anything or a nod.
0: It, it could be anything, you know? Yeah, you know, it could just be a raise of like three fingers or something off the <laughs> wheel. You don't even <laughs> yeah. have to take your whole hand off the wheel. But that's one thing because it's like the disrespect. I've I've, I've turned around. I've stopped. I'm taking two extra minutes to get to my destination to let you go
1: and you've not even acknowledged me you've I've not even been there it's amazing isn't it because one of the things actually probably before we start I looked up and when we were calling it pet peeves right the definition of a pet peeve is a minor annoyance and I think that's key it's a minor annoyance that in an individual finds particularly irritating to them or to a greater degree would be expected greater than would be expected based on experience of others and I think what you said there number one encapsulates that perfectly because what you've done is you think, and I'm not necessarily talking about you because it's happened to me, is you think you've done the biggest thing in the world. You've been the biggest hero <laughs> in the world to let someone through, right? And it's like the, the least they could do is acknowledge that act of sacrifice to your day of taking, like you said, an extra five seconds or so. Otherwise, you know, if, if you hadn't let them out, they're probably going to be stuck there for 20 hours in your head. But no, you've, you've let them out and they just slap you in the face. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just think to myself, you've literally got to your destination a day early because I've <laughs> let you go when I shouldn't have let you go, and the least you could have done is given me uh, just a, just a, you know a couple of fingers up from your steering wheel in acknowledgement. But you've looked straight by me like no eye contact or anything.
1: Have you ever hooted them or anything to say? No. Nah, <laughs> uh,
0: do you know what it is as well? Right, that I'm going to come on to another one that you've just mentioned. <laughs> okay. Because the use of horns when you're on the road, right? I think is only reserved for specific circumstances. Actually,
1: and and digression here. Do you say? Who it used the horn or bibbed? I bibbed. Are you bibbed? Yeah. Actually, anyone listening? Yeah. What do you say? Because I (laughs) I bibbed. It's not even a word, is it? I bibbed someone.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just because that's the noise it makes, (laughs) is it? Bib. Bib. (laughs) Bib. but yeah that brings me on to another one which is driving which is liberal use of your horn okay okay and that's you know when like you've just got circumstances where for instance you know you're at a red light for instance and the lights just turned green and immediately in (laughs) 0.12 seconds someone behind you has pressed the horn makes me want to keep my foot on the brake i'm like tell you what i'm gonna wait for it to change again
1: yeah like i said i i I know what you mean you've literally just gone green and it's the time it takes you i don't know to put it into gear and and they're so impatient and often that actually delays me because I'm like well what's happened is someone like is there an emergency vehicle coming and and they're like "Uh, do I need to stop is there there someone something happening so that's the act of that actually delays me more anyway (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. And I think some people are way, way too liberal with it because, I mean,
0: I've only used my horn in instances where, like, somebody's proper cut me off or, like, do you know on a roundabout where they haven't given way to you?
1: Yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah,
0: yeah. like I said, our American friends won't have that problem because it's intersections. So, you know, I'd probably do really well in America.
1: <laughs> yeah, I only use the horn. I only bid people in two, two instances. One is extreme anger. Yeah. <laughs> because I find it's actually more of a stress relief. Especially if um, the horn, like on my car, is in the middle of the steering wheel. You could just thump it with the fist, you know? Yeah, there's nothing worse than being in one of those cars, you know, where like the horn's a button. You can't find it. And then by the time you get there, oh, it's too yeah. late. You're like, shit, my moment's gone. That <laughs> happened to me once. It was so annoying. And that actually angered me more because I was looking to find where the bloody <laughs> the button was. And then the moment had gone.
0: It is strange, though, the amount of satisfaction you get from using your horn in the moment where you're really angry because it's like, I got them.
1: It depends on the <laughs> horn as well. I, I can't remember. There was one car I was using. It had a really embarrassing one. So I kind of tried not to. It was a really feeble one. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I won't I won't be using that.
0: Oh, I'll never forget. Sorry, a little bit of a tangent. But it was um, my grandfather's and your dad's, obviously. Yeah. Um, he Had a big Renault Espace at one point and it was a monster of a car, but it had a horn that was honestly a squeak.
1: Maybe it was sad, maybe I drove that once. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, the other time I use a horn is um, actually if somebody I'm in danger of someone like hitting me or they don't see me. Uh, if that, that's the only other time to warn someone that they're about to reverse into me,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Where you do you know what? A horn is reserved for really stupid, moronic driving, I yeah. think. <laughs>
1: yeah not what the highway code dictates i think do
0: you know what it is as well for me like it's a bit of an event like, i'll come home but i had to bib someone today <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah when when did that become a thing yeah you did you have a good date no no i had to use my horn oh do you want a cup of tea
0: yeah <laughs> you, I mean, people must be like whoa fucking hell that must have been you must have been caught close sit, that was it, you know? sit
1: down and tell me all about it it's a cup of <laughs> yeah.
0: oh my word yeah they're using the horn too liberally you brought me on to that one um a couple of other driving ones um and this is kind of in relation to seeing police cars and that sort of thing so let's say you're on a motorway and all of a sudden you see a police car it's everybody's decision to drive five to ten miles an hour less than the speed limit
1: yeah 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 if i was the police i'd be i'd be pulling them over
0: yeah, yeah, I would as well because I'd be like, they've definitely got something Suspicious, to hide. Yeah, you know when you're on a motorway and all of a sudden you're like, why is everyone driving so slowly? And then you see that like fluorescent blue and yellow of a police car, you're like, right, okay, but guys, we can drive the speed limit still. You know, it's a motorway; we don't have to do sixty.
1: But it's funny though, isn't it? It, it can feel quite um like you're doing something amazing when you actually overtake a police car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, because it feels yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, um, Paul Walker from the Fast and Furious series. <laughs> 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 And then all the other drivers looking at you being like, oh, my God, look at that bloke just cruising past the police officer. (laughs) The
1: funny thing is, you know, when you get those vehicles that have got like the fluorescent Chevrons on the back of the car, but they're not police, they're they're like building, you know, you get that kind of design, but people think they're police and you can see everyone as they're getting up to them, the brake lights go. Yeah, you see flash, flash, flash. Yeah, and then they obviously realise it's not and then you see them just take off again. (laughs)
0: a highway it's a highway maintenance bloke you're like yeah back to 19 screw you highway bloke (laughs) but yeah that that one as well and then this one is especially at night time and it's people that don't realize they've got their pissing high beams on so you're coming over the like ridge of like a country road or something (laughs) like that you come (laughs) over the peak and then all of a sudden you're blinded by the force of six thousand suns as the person opposite you doesn't realize that they've got their high beams on
1: yeah i don't know if this is specific to the uk but yes it's predominantly when you're going down the country lanes isn't it with no lighting so you'll put your full beams on right but you'll see the the beams coming the other way and you'll turn yours off won't you yeah i'm, I'm like i see it so i'll turn the light off right uh, sorry not off but you'll put them back onto the regular light and you'll see the car coming and you haven't seen the change in their their lights they keep coming you don't see it so when they come at you others start flashing it's like no you will turn yours down you will turn yours down <laughs>
0: It's very passive aggressive that as well because all of a sudden again it's a bit like it's a bit like the horn situation. all of a sudden you just start passive aggressively flashing your lights at them.
1: <laughs> yeah oh man I'm getting quite angry actually already.
0: <laughs> the next one's still related to cars, but a little bit more so to parking
1: okay okay now
0: have oh, you ever been to a car park where you know it's been a Saturday and you've gone to a town and it's a struggle to get a
1: space yeah yeah yeah
0: everybody's had that situation obviously spaces in the UK from what I've experienced in my short 26 years are actually really quite small to they be honest are. yeah it's only if you get to like a Costco or something where they decide to make the spaces big enough to park like a tank in
1: well spaces spaces have stayed the same but the cars have got bigger haven't they
0: yeah, yeah, that's the thing, because you'll have a space that was meant for, like, a 70s Mini Cooper, and there'll be, like, a Range Rover sport in there, you'll think, yeah, thinking, okay, right. And that's people that, do you know,
1: park across lines? Yeah, two spaces,
0: yeah. Yeah, or park diagonally in a line, so it's not actually easy enough to get in, because all of a sudden you've got to turn into an, a circus-level gymnast contortionist yeah. to get out your car. Yeah that that's a big one for me because i turn around i'm just like i wish a parking when the only time you need a parking warden they're never
1: about and i know why they do it they do it because they don't want anyone to park next to their beauty right their little baby but what what it is is it's almost making me want to uh to, to drive into the car because i can't get into the space it's like no i will shove you out the way it is so frustrating
0: because you've seen those instances online where, you know, people have legitimately blocked other drivers in because they've parked like Tosspots,
1: basically. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I actually think in my local area, there's a Facebook group dedicated. And I think it's called Parking Like a Twat Inn, which yeah. is where yeah. we live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally people getting exposed for parking like Actually,
1: parking is actually quite, quite stressful anyway, because the amount of times a lot of the car parks here, especially in the smaller towns, are one way, aren't they? So, yeah. You'll go in. Right. And the thing is, if you haven't realized there's a queue, you'll get stuck in the middle of it when you turn around the corner and you're stuck in the cars. But then you're looking at the entrance and people are turning the wrong way as they're coming into the car park. So I've seen the space and so i will just turn the wrong way to go into it. That really winds me up yeah and then you're sat there you're like no the arrows i've got right away here or have you ever seen it where somebody's like told that like
0: the passenger of the car wait. to
1: get out yeah. and then stand in a space and i like, hang on a minute in fucking reserve list here. i've seen i've seen um actually it's funny you say that because i've seen a couple on tiktok this week i thought that was um i thought that was so like, like 10 years ago maybe it says more about me but i couldn't be that person that stands in that space either you know because yeah, yeah. you know how angry people are getting unless I feel you like no, I was going to say, unless you're literally, you're just going around the car park, you don't want anyone to do what I've said and turn the wrong way. But if you're, this, this video I was watching, this this woman, she was there for five minutes and the car was nowhere to be seen. And it's like, why would you do that to her?
0: Yeah, she's like, when the car turning, an estimated time of delivery is two to three days.
1: <laughs> yeah, your driver, Uber, your driver will be here in five minutes.
0: <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a lot of driving ones. Have you got any more that are driving related?
1: You've mentioned a couple anyway, but. For me, similar to the ones where you said where people, you you let people out, it's people that don't indicate for me. yeah. Oh my God. And, and I'm not even going to say because they can almost cause an accident by going into you because you, you know, you, you pull out because you're sitting there turning. It's more, you're coming up to the junction and so you stop, but they're turning. So they weren't going to come across you anyway. So you've had to stop. You know, and it's that. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like at a roundabout, say you're coming up to a roundabout and there's a car coming from the right. They've not got their indicator on. So I stop because I think they're going to either go straight on or turn around. But they don't. They turn left. And it's like, you've made me fucking stop. And it's like, again, this is why it's a perfect pet peeve because they, all they've done is literally stop me for maybe five seconds. But it's a—it's just the annoyance. <laughs>
0: But you know what? Along that same vein as well, right? I live on um, the end of a very busy road, as you know. Yeah. And obviously getting out of my road at peak yeah. time yeah. is really, really busy because you've got traffic yeah. coming both ways. So it's yeah. only single lane, single lane. But I always hate, do you know where you've got people, two people coming from opposite directions that want to turn into the road that you're in? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they don't let you go first yes yes because it's like hang on a minute right, this is my only chance to get out you selfish bastards you should be letting me out first and then go in. and then you get somebody pull up in like some huge tank looking thing
1: turning in front of you and I'm like hang on a minute you're not letting me go or not even if they're going to turn in if they've got like a about five six seven cars behind them and you've just stopped there because obviously you have to stop at the junction why can't they let you out if you're turning to go into the same way as them do you know what I mean because yeah, yeah it, it, it's 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 that thing about people just it's I have to I'm in my car I need to get that you know I can't let anyone in front of me it, it's it's taking away time but it's just it's those little annoying things like that because yeah I know what you mean that that where, where you live you could be there five minutes if if, if people don't like you. oh you've got to force yourself out haven't you
0: yeah this is what I mean I've sat there at the end of my journey. I'm actually not I'm, I'm not getting to work today yeah it's not happening. <laughs>
1: But yeah, people who don't indicate. And like like I said, it's just because it's annoying because you're slowing me down. There's that. And this one, (laughs) it's a weird one because so I try to where I can, obviously, well, actually, I should say I try to all the time stick to the speed limit. So, you know, when you're going through a village or a town and you're doing so over here, it's 30 miles an hour, predominantly in in towns. And you've got a car right on your bumper. Yeah. And then you get into the national speed limit, which is 60 or 70, depending on the, on the road, and you've left them behind. So basically, they're speeding. They're trying to speed through towns, but then they're going slow on on main roads. Those yeah. people wind me up because you've been on my bumper. You've stressed me out because you've literally been on my bumper. But you're then only doing like 40 in a 60 or a 70. <laughs> that annoys me. Yeah, because you expect the person to come and overtake you, and then
0: all of a sudden, all they do is sit behind you. You put your foot down, you've moved off, and left them as a speck in the distance. You're like, well, hang on a minute.
1: Yeah, because like I'm like the same. You know, if if I'm when I'm coming round a roundabout or something, if somebody cuts out in front of me, I haven't got a problem if they've then sped off. I mean, they shouldn't be speeding. But you know, if you if you're doing that and you've left me in the in the in your dust, then fair enough. But if you've done that just for me, then to sit on your tail. That's annoyed me. <laughs> that's that's going to annoy me. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? If you're going to, yeah, to use an analogy from you, if you're going to be all fast and furious when you're pulling away from a junction, you better do that when you're actually on the road rather than just, yeah, then start trundling along and, and causing delay to me. Oh, man. <laughs> but I think, I think that's it for cars. I think there could be loads of things, ultimately. um, You know, people that just hog that right-hand lane when there's no traffic around them.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. Okay, so this is how I look at it. Right. Obviously, we've got national speed limits and they're all 70. In reality, if you're in the left lane, which in the UK is the slow lane, you should be doing 70 miles an hour unless you're a car that can't do 70 miles an hour. So some like lorries and that sort of thing are limited to like 65 or 68 or something, aren't they? But then you get people that will sit in the right hand lane and they will just do 70. And I'm like, yeah. but move over because people want to go past you. We yeah. have to yeah. go past you. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll sit there and it'll be ages and ages. There'll be a clear gap. No, no, no. And that also leads me on to, do you know when lorry drivers want to have a race? <laughs> oh man, that happens like, so often. Oh my God, you're on a motorway, you're cruising along. And then all of a sudden you see a gigantic like 18 ton lorry plat. And you're like, that's it. I'm going to be stuck. behind. But it's not the even they want to race. race.
1: They tend to always want to overtake on a hill or, a, you <laughs> know, or an incline. You know, it's like, you know, fair enough, go for it, go for it if you want to do it, but maybe do it on a downhill, <laughs> like, don't do it as you're going uphill, because yeah, you're causing that back up. And then, and then they realise, so I, one or two things happens, either the, the, the lorry they're overtaking has to slow down, because it, it, he knows, or, you know, he or she knows what's going on, or person knows that they can't do it so then have to slot back behind that that tri- which is even <laughs> more annoying it's like
0: it's like the ultimate losing a face isn't it if you're a lorry <laughs> driver and you have to pull behind the lorry that you tried to overtake
1: <laughs> driving is just so it can be so emotional can't it i mean the, the thing for me is those people then that sit in that middle lane or right hand lane you know they're doing 60 but there's not much traffic around them so i've been um so a couple of medical appointments, I've got to go down to, to Gatwick. So it's like a two-hour two hour trip one way. And so you're doing the M25, et cetera. And there are certain bits. Yeah, sometimes it can feel frustrating when you're just going all the way to the right hand, and all the way to the left. But then there are cars that are just sitting in the middle. And cars are going past them on both sides, which is just an accident waiting to happen. Um, but yeah, stay in your right lane
0: yeah yeah if you're being overtaken on a motorway by somebody in the slow lane give up your license honestly honestly the other ones that i've got now are kind of moving on to general day-to-day life and the one that i've got that was present i think is only really if you go somewhere big like you go to a london that sort of thing because i went to london it's where i got covid from again unfortunately <laughs> um, and obviously london's very busy and especially at christmas time london's very very busy so i've got two that wind me up that's People that walk too slow. <laughs> I
1: kind of, I've now I've got a slightly different one, but yeah, yeah,
0: I okay, get yeah. But do you know when you're like walking down a road and there's lots of shops and that sort of thing? I understand you want to have a browse, but don't walk a family wide. Like, there's no reason for you to be six in a line walking down the street because now I've
1: got to step into the
0: road to overtake you because I want to get by
1: you. That, that annoys me. The people that are walking across the whole width of the pavement, but slowly.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like window shop. That's fine, but do it single file, please.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the funny thing, actually, again, so many, there's going to be a lot of digressions here. The funny thing about London, I always called it like the the London waddle. Is like often as soon as you get off the train or you you come off the escalators, people go into that sort of kind of not quite a jog, but not quite a walk. It's that fast walk. It's just that mentality takes over, and that's what you need. You need that. Yeah, mentality. yeah. Urgency, sense of urgency. Like people get off the tube, and all of a sudden, it's like, where are we going? <laughs> you have to move with your yeah. crowd. Now, see. To me, I I almost had someone similar, and and I'm sure I've done it, and that's the thing, and that's why I think it's a perfect pet peeve because I probably peeve people off doing it, you know, myself. But it's the ones that, yeah, they're walking slowly in front of you, but then they just stop dead right in front of you. Yeah, and it's like i have almost like breathing down their neck. You've stopped, and you've made me almost bump into you. And it's like I always (laughs) attract the people that don't know where they want to go and just stop just like that no warning no stepping to the side just stop dead right in front of me yeah
0: because yeah, that's the thing you wouldn't do it in a car why would you do it in on foot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, i don't know which junction to take at the m25 you're like I tell you what i'll stop here and then i'll decide where i need to go
1: because <laughs> it's like you know you're on a pavement you, you 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 can only be going one way unless you've forgotten something or dropped something but even so just you know kind of like take a slight sidestep or something but not right in the middle of a, a well don't don't make me bump into you it annoys me
0: (laughs) (laughs) the next one again was very prevalent when i was in london only because it was christmas time and there was lots of people about and obviously you know london is actually quite a pretty place at christmas to be fair there's lots of flashy lights and that sort of
1: thing yeah
0: yeah however if you're stood in a crowd of three thousand people or you're on london bridge at really peak time don't stop and like block the whole road to try and get a photo do you know where like all of a sudden yeah. you call the yeah. backup yeah. Yeah. because yeah. like people were just like wait well, is it is it is it more rude for me to interrupt them and walk through the picture
1: is it more rude for them to be holding everyone up to take the picture yeah but i i, I think you take your you're risking that here because like those london cabbies as well they won't stop <laughs> yeah this is
0: true but yeah they, they they were more 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 general day-to-day ones i think and then barring that i've got you know what i might get in trouble for this because some people in the family eat really loudly yeah. they're very loud <laughs> yeah, eaters yeah. No, i've got
1: that i've got that <laughs>
0: yeah. do you know like there's nothing worse than hearing someone proper munch down on something like it's worse when you're on like public transport you're on like a train especially when it's sudden... quiet especially yeah when yeah quiet. you can yeah. like hear every crumb because as well on public transport i don't know what it is no one brings anything quiet they always bring an apple or crisps yeah. or something like yeah. that and you hear every crackle of every bite don't you
1: before you go, I just want to go back to supermarkets, right? So so it's kind of, I've, I've classed this under going out and general people day to day. I tend not to do much in the way of full shops at supermarket. Often if I'm going, it's just because we've forgotten something or run out of something. So I'm just going and picking up this odd item here or there. But I generally fine. And it's normally only in supermarkets. If I've got a number of items to pick up, there's always one person, usually with a, a full, fully laden trolley who's always going to the same bit of each shelf that I'm going to and always gets there before <laughs> me. And it's like, I'm trying to reach up, but they've moved their trolley or they, they, they positioned themselves because they have to go. And then I'm like, wait, and no, I don't want to reach across them, especially now in the COVID days, but I'm like starting to get really annoyed. So I'm like, okay, I'll move down a couple of couple of bits down because there's something else. But no, they've moved their trolley and they're, they're trying to get there before me. And it's like, who are these people and how do they know where I want to go and what items <laughs> I want to get? It just really winds me up. It just really winds me up. We're probably coming across as really unreasonable, you know? Yeah, they? yeah. And one other thing, I don't know if you got it. and This is probably quite a, quite a British thing, but it's uh, queue jumping.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 100%. 100%. And the people
1: who think they're being clever... You know, it's like, oh, hi, I haven't seen you for ages. Yeah, what are you doing here? Oh, yeah, we're going to say, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they think they could just then slot themselves in. But they know we see them and we give them the disapproving look because we won't do anything else, right? So we'll mumble under our breath and and look at them.
0: Yeah, that's the thing as well. And that's a very, very British thing to not call someone out for that.
1: You're just like, I'm so, so angry. That's, again, something you go home and tell someone about. Yeah, my eyebrow will let you know how dissatisfied I am with your cue jumping. Yeah,
0: Yeah, but but also I can't be bothered to have an argument with someone in the middle of the street or in the middle of Sainsbury's. Yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah. But going back to what you were saying about people eating on train, I've got a couple of, uh, to do with cinema.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, same, yeah.
1: And what it is for me is I've got I've put overly loud eaters, but I don't necessarily mean I don't mean chewing because you, you don't hear that. But it's the people that make more noise with like a bag of popcorn than a rock concert. And I don't know how people seem to do that. I mean, is there a specific bit of popcorn at the bottom of the bag that they want? I don't know. It's like, like I said, I think I'd probably pay a couple of quid extra to go to a screen where you can't have any food or anything. But and I'm, you know, I'm okay with people having it. But it's just when they do, it's like, yeah, the, you know, the other day it felt like somebody literally was digging. I don't know how big this bag of popcorn was, but it was like, come on, seriously
0: but do you know what it is is like you sit down for your film and it's dead silent everyone goes quiet and that sort of thing and then all of a sudden for the first 20 minutes all you hear is this
1: yeah oh wow that's that's that, those... that's that's it, that's it with beer phones, sorry for your eardrum <laughs> but... you know if it's during the trailers it's one thing but it's just oh I and mean, that's the other thing actually am i done with the food yeah i think i'm done with the food it's the trailers right you sit down you know now you've got to get there sort of twenty minutes after the starting time if you just want to see the film. But you sit down, and they show some adverts, right? Then we've got trailers, and I think great because I love you know I, I love seeing trailers. So the trailers stop, and you think right the film's going to start now. Now they show more adverts. It's like what are you doing? What are you don't show all the adverts at the start? Why have you then? You've given me false hope because once a trailer starts you go into the film no they showed you more adverts
0: yeah because I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure I've been in cinemas and now what they do is they dim the lights and you think oh my god that's it that's it it's starting and then all of a sudden you get more adverts for Cineworld and I'm like hang on a minute <laughs> like, what
1: a tease <laughs> it's like you don't need to advertise to me I'm here I'm in here <laughs> it's like if I saw a Cineworld advert at an Odeon maybe that'd be cool you know <laughs> you know don't don't come watch a Cineworld we've got better screens um,
0: Oh my God, that'd be brilliant if Odeon started um, advertising in Cineworld.
1: And one more. And and I've I've said people that use phones in cinema, but I don't mean that they're talking on the phone. What I mean is that they, they haven't dimmed their phone or not put it on night mode. And you start seeing these these like rays of light coming out from around the you know the the audience because they they, they they want to check if they've got a whatsapp or something
0: yeah that's the thing as well because i don't know if that plays into the fact that now like we've got such short attention spans that we can't bear to be without our phones for an hour and a half but like you've paid eight quid well nowadays no, you're paying 15 God, no. quid for yeah, your yeah, ticket yeah. aren't you yeah. um but do you know what i mean you've paid for your ticket right you've come to watch a film just enjoy the film yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be looking at WhatsApp. I have got one related to films as well, though.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And that's when, do you know if you're watching a film and someone goes, oh my God, is this about to happen?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like, I don't know. I'm watching the film with you. Or <laughs> well,
1: they say, I know what's going to happen. This is going to happen. And it does. And it's like, yeah, I know you didn't spoil it because you haven't seen it, but you've spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, 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 you have. Yeah. You
0: fucked up the whole experience for me anyhow. But yeah, it's like, no, hang on a minute. We're, we're on the same level. I've not watched any more than you have. Yeah. We're at the same point. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen next. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> or or it's uh, the, the, the ones where, you know, it's like they, they haven't watched it, but then want to ask you a hundred questions about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's, oh my God, does this happen? Does this happen? Or if, do you know, like you're excited about a film and yeah. someone inadvertently yeah. goes and gives you the whole breakdown,
1: yeah that's the thing right the the whole thing with spoilers we're getting on spoilers now is if it's a film i really want to see like i was i was amazed that so i went to see um spider-man recently and i'm amazed that i hadn't had it spoiled for me i I think it being christmas helped. that you know it's it's less people around etc and being working for a moment you know covid not going out maybe well how i avoided it on twitter actually to be fair is amazing it's like when you go and people just want to talk about it really loudly it, it, when it's like only been out for a few days. And, and like I said, and and they have to tell you all about it. And it's like, well, I've told you now, so I might as well keep telling you what happens.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, OK, thanks. Yeah, I didn't need to watch that now, seeing if you've given me the fucking IMDB breakdown of
1: it. thanks Yeah, I, I guess that. it's probably more so when it's a film that is a few years old. Like, oh, God, there's so many films that I haven't seen, right? And it's like, oh, well, it's old, so we'll tell you everything that, that happens in it. It's like I said, yeah, okay, Netflix, you've got one less view on that film. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> one that's a little bit more, again, public, and it, it really is only going to happen if you're kind of in a more busy setting. But have you ever been really conscious that somebody's like looking at your phone while you're using it? So you've been sat on like a train next to someone <laughs> and like somebody's looking like at what you th- It's like, oh my God, who are they texting? What are they doing? What game are they playing? I'm just like, do do you want to text my mum <laughs> do, do you want t- I'll give her a call if you
1: like I'm like fucking mind your own business <laughs> that's what then when you need to tailor the websites you're going to you should you, that, that, that's, a, that's then what you should do and then now get home and need to sit down and say to their, their other half oh god you don't you never guess what the bloke next to me on the train was looking at on his phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah all of a <laughs> sudden <laughs> do you want a cup of tea yeah <laughs>
0: But yeah, that one, that one, because I think that plays into people's like um, nosiness just generally. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a bit of a stereotype, but I find it's always slightly older people than me that do that.
1: Yeah, I, I can't say I've noticed it. Maybe I'm just so sort of head down in, in the phone or, or, or often um, I'm kind of sort of looking out the window um, just because I'm like worried of, of of running my battery down before I get to where I go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've um I've got another one again a little bit sorry I've completely forgotten. Hold on,
1: while we're on trains, say. then have you got? Because I've got one about train actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, go for your one with trains. It's
1: I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be train, but it is on the train where it annoys me is um where people f- through their phones are either playing films or music without headphones. Oh but yeah, but not you know not even at a decent ish level. I mean it's a public train, right? Go go nuts. Well, not not quite. But it's like the ones who put their music on like really loud or the film. And it's like, geez, you know, I've just, you've, you've had a long day or you, you don't need to hear the rubbish that they're listening to.
0: And the worst ones of the world is like the people that have those like crap little Bluetooth portable speakers and play it through that. Like <laughs> yeah. it's usually like kids on bikes, isn't it, in hoodies yeah. and they'll be <laughs> on a train. They'll be playing some like shit music and they'll turn around and be playing it loud and be like, yeah, we're bad in it.
1: Yeah, like that, no. the, the last I went to London, the only reason it annoyed me was because they were playing um, highlights of a football match of where our team rivals had won. And that was just annoying me because I could hear all the, the cheering about them, them scoring <laughs> goals.
0: Well, you know what? I'll, I'll give one exception to the looking at my phone thing. Because obviously recently we saw the conclusion of the F1 World Championship, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I actually had to catch that on a train um and i stood up on the train journey and there was a bloke behind me who evidently was interested in f1 um who wanted to know what was happening so i just stood in a way because he was with his partner i don't okay. know if she if, if if he just wasn't brave enough to ask me if he could watch it with me so i just <laughs> positioned myself through the glass and held my phone in a way like don't worry i got you you can watch it with me it's brilliant right. <laughs> brilliant. i was like would you like a headphone <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. but yeah um I think that you'll probably have a section about planes because you've been on do holiday. Do you
1: know what? No, I haven't, actually. No, I haven't. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, see, I thought you would have had a lot of experience with pet peeves either at airports or on planes.
1: Oh, no. Do you know what? No, I haven't because we were talking about doing doing an episode on travel, but I hadn't actually thought about that. But why? Have you got some? Of...
0: I have got some. Um, and this one's going to seem a little bit insensitive, but it's crying
1: <laughs> oh. children. Oh, okay. okay. I kind of wondered what you were going to say. But, yeah. but
0: not just any crying children. Like, do you know, if you're on, a, you know, it could be two hours, it could be four hours, it could be 16 hours, but do you know the incessant screamers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah. don't shut up. And like, there's no control from parents. Like, oh, please,
1: please, please. Do you know and what? Especially... No, sorry, carry on, carry on, yeah.
0: Especially if on a short flight because you don't get headphones or anything because there's no televisions to watch or anything like that. Yeah. You just have to sit and deal with it with your eight pound pack of peanuts and 19 pound sandwich. And there's nothing that you can do about
1: it. Now, do you know what I was going to say? Yeah, yeah, here we go. You, you've you've riled me now. There there was a flight I was on, and I can't remember where it was. A, it was a long haul one, but this couple had a baby right now. The kid was crying, and the thing is, <laughs> I don't have an issue. The kid is crying for a reason, right? I'm not having to go at the kid for crying, but the the parents of the kid just sat back in their chairs with their eye masks on, trying to ignore it, right? And it, this kid is screaming down the plane, and they expected, and then what had to happen? was one of the the air crew she had to pick the pa- baby up and was baby really? basically yeah caught, you know sort of carrying it up and down the aisle trying to get it to sleep because the parents the parents weren't asleep they were awake they just didn't want to didn't want to have do anything, anything to do with it yeah, so, yeah see so this, this 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 lady poor you know poor air crew it's not like she hasn't got a job to do you know? yeah yeah like, like, keep me safe. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know trying to keep you safe and all but but, yeah, God, no, that, that, that wound me up. So, like I said, it wasn't the kid crying, although I get it, because on on a plane it's quiet and close. It was, it was the fact that, yeah, those parents didn't want to do anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and, and that's the thing, because to me, like I said, it seems insensitive because you're talking about ch- crying children, like you said, but it's true. It's always parents that either don't have a clue what, what they should do or can't be fucked.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's
0: the problem for me. And I might open a discussion as well now. Um, But this one is about the reclining of airplane seats. (laughs) Now, all airplane seats can recline to an extent. However, if I was on a plane that was taking me, I don't know, from here to Italy, it's only going to be two hours, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah.
0: In reality, I probably don't need to sleep and I don't want to be inconsiderate to the person behind me because it also affects their tray thing, does it? Yeah. Doesn't it? So I can understand recline your seat, obviously on your nine hour flights, your twelve hour flights, your sixteen hour flights, that sort of thing, because everybody's expected to do that. But I don't, when we're on an hour flight to France, <laughs> as soon as that that that, the that, seat that seat as soon as you
1: seatbelt goes on, yeah. all of a sudden I can smell what they had for breakfast. That is the thing <laughs> for me. That yeah, those people literally Bing, the seatbelt sides off, seats back. You know, yeah, yeah. You're looking at their forehead. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I think for
0: short flights, unacceptable. I think you have to have a degree of uh, a degree of understanding in that See, one. See,
1: again, that's a difficult one, right? Because the seats recline. You've paid your money. You can recline your seat. I get it, right? I don't recline my seat because, but hold on, I should prefix this by saying I don't fly business class or first class. I fly economy. The seats don't go back enough for me to get any more comfort from it being reclined so I keep the seat pretty much upright the only time I might recline it is sometimes when the front seat has gone back if you're trying to read a magazine or you're trying to have something on the tray you've then got to push it back just to give yourself that little bit of extra room yourself yeah but yeah I, I kind of agree with you for me the seats don't go back far enough to be of any use to recline but yeah god people love it they they love to recline that seat straight away it's like yeah. um to, to compare it, it's like you know when you see the older wild west jewels and they've got their fingers over the trigger it's like you know over that button as soon as that seat belt like it's, it's, it's the quickest one to push their seat back wins yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> now The next one as well is still to do with planes, and this is only if you sat next to randomers because obviously most planes have three seats, and then if you're on the big ones, they've usually got like five or something in the plane. Yeah, three and three. Um, And this is people that take two armrests.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because it's like no, no, no. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You only own one of them. You only own one of them. Yeah. Well, what I actually saw, what they're saying is, if you're sitting in the middle of a three, you actually you it's your right to have both armrests because basically the person on the aisle is on the aisle and they get the luxury of having the aisle so they can stick the leg out the person by the window has got the window seat right which is what everyone wants so so what i saw it was um again i think it was on tiktok it was a um an an air hostess she was saying basically kind of like the unwritten rule is the person in the middle of a three should have both armrests because they've got the worst seat
0: that that is true that is true and
1: and i often feel because it's often my girlfriend um she is often that person in the middle because I, I want an aisle seat. And I have to feel bad. One, because she doesn't get to have a window seat because she's then in the middle. But two, yeah, she's stuck in that middle seat, which is really awkward because I, I just want to have the aisle to be able to either get up or sort of stretch the leg out a little bit. Although is is at danger of being taken off by the cart when when they come down with the food and drink
0: yeah all um, of a sudden you've lost your kneecap because the uh, stewardess hasn't seen you <laughs> yeah but it is
1: i've seen and you see it all the time it's like the elbow battles on an armrest on the plane it's brilliant it's brilliant
0: <laughs> there's, there's videos of it I, I think there was one that went really viral of a guy who turned around and said that the, the bloke on the window seat was um was sleeping and he had his arm rest his arm rested on the one on the window and the one on the left hand side of him and so the guy filmed himself like shunting the guy's elbow off and then pretending to be a <laughs> (laughs) sleep and the guy looks at him he's like was he asleep is he asleep i don't know can i retaliate for that
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah luckily it doesn't happen to me because i'm i'm normally on the end at the end of a seat but yeah it's um fun and games there's going to be
0: responses to this episode being like you should just fly business class then yeah complain about the seats
1: yeah that that thing (laughs) the the, the thing that annoys me but it's it's not well there's two things but one you can't really help It, it just seems to be me is like luggage generally my my case is always the last one that comes out of the carousel yeah. guaranteed I, there's no point in me even rushing to it because it's going to be the last one but the other thing is when people always need to be there right at the front of that carousel even if their case isn't coming and like you can see yours and you're trying to make space to grab it and you end up taking like two or three kneecaps out because they won't move out your way and you want to take your case off they're just waiting for this that's mine i've pointed to you. i've said that's my case you've not moved you're fair game your kneecaps fair game then if, if you get caught <laughs>
0: but that's true isn't it like there is like of
1: course sorry i'm not saying that to like anyone who's over 60 or 70 or or, you know (laughs) there's people that won't get out the way
0: but you know what the funniest thing is as well is right there'll be the same people on the same transfer for you and all they've done (laughs) is waited outside in the cold for an extra half hour Yeah. Oh, i think that's I think that's the total for my airline my airline one. I think another pet peeve if you were going to talk about airlines is the fact that they charge you like thirty quid for an extra kilo if you go a slight tiny bit over. Or having to fit your bags in the tiny little things. And then you've always got people that know the rules and they get to the airport and they're like,
1: oh, I didn't know it wouldn't fit in the thing.
0: Oh, I have no idea. Mean, I mean, I can't do
1: these two litre bottles of water on there or, or coke yeah. on there. Yeah.
0: Or people that turn up. Yeah, people that turn up to airports, go for airport security and they've got aerosol cans, bottles. <laughs> they've got all sorts of stuff that you shouldn't have. Like, come on, like surely. That's surely. the
1: thing now. Air travel has been so standardised in terms of what you have to do. There should be no delay delays there should be no delays
0: no um, none at all my next a kind of I guess more so in a professional setting
1: my remainder are kind of all over the place so I'm happy for you to kind of go through yours and uh and then yeah we'll free
0: the- we'll freeball the next ones yeah yeah um so mine is about grammar um and spelling and that sort of thing
1: oh you've got to be careful now
0: <laughs> I know but this one is about <laughs>
1: there and there Okay, okay.
0: So, do you know, in like, for instance, it'll be a work email. Obviously, you know, it's it's a it's a professional setting. You might be talking to some somebody about something, you know, relatively serious. And they don't use the correct there, <laughs> there, or your, or your. And I'm like, Come, th- th- this is something that's really, really basic. We should be getting this right.
1: It's because it really stands out. That That's the thing. There was something I'm going to say. And, it's, okay, I'll, I'll say it now. So, the one I've got written down, and it's not because it's even a peeve when people say it but you know when people say Pacific instead of specific <laughs> right it's not it's not that I find that annoying but what it does is it breaks me from what I'm doing or thinking because I think about that and then that's all I can think about that that person has said Pacific and it's like you said if you're reading something and and they've got the wrong use of a word I just focus on that yeah you know? and it's like all I can think about for like the the next 60 seconds or so and it just breaks my concentration
0: I know because the inner ass in me kind of wants to correct it, but then the person knows I'm like, is it more unprofessional if I correct that error? Because it's something minor, but still something so basic it should be getting correct.
1: You know no, we're gonna I'm gonna go through all your tweets now.
0: Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden I'm <laughs> I'm i people people at my work that listen to this are gonna be like <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I think you're talking shit. <laughs>
0: all right i'll let let you free roam with um with some of the ones that you've got left
1: yeah no this is going to be really random now i tell you what i'm going to use this one first so it's when i wrap up a cable like you know headphones like i'm using like the apple headphones or just the in-ear in-ear headphones that are wide or anything with a cable i wrap them up neatly put them in a drawer when i take them out there's about a hundred knots intricately tied (laughs) into them And it's like, I know I didn't put you in like that. And all I've done is put you in a drawer and taken you out. And yet you've knotted yourself. And I don't know how.
0: I think that's a bit of a Toy Story situation because I think there's definitely something in everybody's house that intentionally knots that sort of thing. Like when you put headphones in a pocket or something and you've wrapped them in the circle and then you've wrapped the headphone inside of itself. You're like, OK, yeah. nice when I get out. Then you put it out of your pocket and then it's like unraveling the mysteries of the universe. Yeah,
1: it's like these headphones, I I only use this for this this reason here. So I'm only using it once a week, but every week. I mean, look, I don't know if you can see that. There's a, there's a knot in there right now and I don't know how that's happening. <laughs> but yeah, that, that unexplained shit like that. All right. Websites that aren't formatted or work properly. And by that means, so you're on, you're on a list of something, you click on a list and then you push the back button or you do go back and it takes you to the top of that page rather than putting oh, you yeah. where you were, you know. I want to go, if I'm going back, I want to go exactly to where I was. I don't want to go back to the top of the previous page. I don't want to go to the bottom of the previous page. I want to go back to where I was. Don't make me have to do loads more clicks.
0: Do you know where I first noticed this? right was when I was at university and doing like essays do you know you have to look through loads of journals and they're all like 500 600 pages or you read through you know long long articles and that sort of thing and you've clicked through to like a link in um, footnotes that sort of thing and it's redirected you rather than opening a tab and then you've gone back and it's taken you to the beginning of the journey You're like well hang on a minute was I between page 567 or was I
1: between <laughs> there are some I think it's put more on my phone than say on a, on a laptop but there are some sites that won't let you go back to say the google results you click on a site and i'm pushing back and it won't go push it back and i have to then like hold the button down to look at the history and then go back to the search it's like what <laughs> it's like let me go <laughs> or, or or there are some sites that don't load properly so you see the link you go to push it and then the page shunts down a bit because it hasn't loaded like an advert or a banner or something so you then clicked on the advert instead of the link you wanted
0: yeah and then you're redirected to a competition to win a car or something you're like no.
1: and again like i said we'll caveat these by saying these are all minor things that people are probably saying why are you getting annoyed at that these are minor things that make you irrationally annoyed right this one here it used to be it used to happen to me all the time at banks but now bank is pretty much i do that all online it you can now swap it for like going into a coffee shop and it's like when i'm in a queue and all i want is one thing like when i was at bank i just wanted to pay a check in at a coffee shop i just want my latte and go but it's a person in front of you who's ordering about 20 people's food and drink for the day but then they don't know what they want and they're like oh hold on let me have a look at the menu It's like, i just want my latte i just want my latte please <laughs> can i have my latte and go Yeah, you
0: know? like, all i want is an espresso it'll just take me a minute
1: yeah and they might have like you know say kids and they're asking the kids what they want it's like no you tell the kid what they want i'm <laughs> yeah. giving them the choice <laughs> and and sometimes I've walked out because you know I, I don't I don't really want to be in there twenty minutes just to to get a drink and and it, like I said it was the same at the bank where somebody it was it was like business doing their whole week's taking or something and I just needed a question or one action carried out.
0: You know what? You've reminded me of something there, yeah, and I'm going to give credit to a particular type of person. Okay. Do you know you're at like a busy supermarket, for instance, and you've gone to a a till and somebody in front of you has got a massive trolley of shopping but you've only popped out for a couple of bits yeah the real real ogs of this (laughs) life are the people that say now tell you what you go in front
1: of me because you've only got a couple of bits yeah you've only got that do you want to go and that's then when you shout mom do you want to come with the trolley now
0: but yeah. I've got to give credit to those people because they uh they um outweigh the uh the the pet peeves that you might face Also
1: also the thing that you shouldn't do when people give you a parking ticket uh, not a parking ticket but you know the the pay and display ticket they've got some time left so they say do, do you need it Oh yeah legends heroes legends. even though that shouldn't happen it never has happened but they're legends yeah <laughs>
0: you did mention banks as well again i don't know how relatable this will be to people in other countries that aren't uk based but obviously we've seen banks here transform more so from like people to computers yeah so nowadays you'll you'll walk into a bank and in reality there's maybe one cashier at a desk um and then it's all machines but you know if you're like busy like i like speaking to people about the bank it's just easier for me because you know I, i if i have a question the machine isn't going to answer it for me, but it's the constant persistence of, you know, there's always a person that floats in the bank that says, oh, sir, would you like to use the machine? Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I've queued here. I haven't queued at the machine. I've <laughs> queued here to talk to a person. I'm perfectly fine. Thank you. And they'll be like, are you sure? Because I can take, no, 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 please. I just want to talk to another person. I've got some yeah. questions. They're like, okay. Okay. We'll leave you alone. They go up and down the queue asking everyone. And everyone goes, no, no, yeah. no, <laughs> no. So you would have been better off parking yourself behind the desk and just shutting the machines off because nobody wants to use them
1: then you wouldn't have a queue to talk to exactly (laughs) it's like the shop it's like normally like clothing etc and especially you know if there aren't any other customers in and you could just see their eyes on you and it's like do you need any help no i've literally look. I've just put my right foot in front of the do- in the doorway can you let me get in and have a look round the shop first before you ask if I need any help I know what I'm here for
0: oh you you get that especially if you go and look for a car Oh, yeah! you go into a car garage and you just walk you've 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 literally just put your hand on the doorknob and all of a sudden say how can I show you all of the models I've got this I've got this what you're looking I'm, I'm literally just coming for a look I, I, that's all I just I'm want doing. to see how
1: much space is in that Fiesta because you know yeah. I know I want a Fiesta I just want to see do I fit in it you know? yeah I
0: just want to see what the boot's like <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. what else have I got this one I think is very specific to me and part of me I've had the argument I do argue with myself I've had the argument that Part of me thinks, well, they're just doing what is available to them. But the other part of me really annoys it. Now, you know, we've mentioned before, I've really got back into my vinyl over the last couple of years. Records, not pops, vinyl pops. And there are a couple of things like um, there's each day, each day, each year there's a record store day where you get limited um, records that are released only in independent shops. And there's a couple of websites I go that release limited versions of vinyl. And what it is, is the people who have buy it just to stick it straight on ebay
0: yeah resellers
1: now like i said it's it's a free economy right some of them aren't doing anything wrong so the ones for a record store day where they've actually bought it and have put it on you could argue they haven't done anything wrong but what they are are doing is denying like some people are queuing there for hours you know and and i got really annoyed last year because there was one and it sold out only about 20 minutes because I don't like to do the whole queuing thing. So I turn up a bit later in the full knowledge that some of the stuff I want is gone because it is limited yeah. with numbers. But the one I wanted had gone, I think it was only 20 minutes before I got there. But then you look on eBay and say it's retailing, it was retailing for £30. People are putting it on for like £150. Yeah, yeah. And... The other one, the the website I said to you that where they release limited versions of things, they're they're actually quite good because they're pre-orders. So they'll launch one like they they did one last night, but it's going to be sold and shipped in the 11th of February. What they do is they go on eBay and if they can track any of the the ones that are appearing on there, because it's a pre-order that I think that goes against eBay's terms of uh, of sale, they will cancel that, that person's order. They'll go into their system and cancel that person's order, which I think is pretty cool
0: yeah more businesses need to do that because you've yeah. seen it a lot as well obviously the release of the playstation and the new xbox last year people being limited to one and i don't know if you know about this but you know kex in the uk now for anybody that doesn't know kex is obviously kind of like a game reseller but they do musicy stuff films dvds you trade games in it's kind of like you guess your british version of like your GameStop maybe and at one point if you'd have bought a playstation 5 they were buying the PlayStation 5 for more than retail to then sell it for more than retail because they were so limited. And so I was like, how is a corporation turned into a reseller as well? And I noticed it as well along those lines. Obviously, I'm into my football shirts um, and I tried to get a hold of Italy's shirt for the Euros. Sold out everywhere. Okay, absolutely fine. Followed a company because they said that they were getting stock of them. Now, bear in mind, these shirts retail for $79.99. They put them up on their website when they got a batch directly from manufacturer £199 they listed them for and I thought you're a business doing yeah, that yeah 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 massive pet because like you said it, it's kind of just denying people that actually want to enjoy something the enjoyment but that, that's what it is
1: like, like I said I, I have that real battle with myself I honestly do I'm thinking you know they're smart they, they're queuing up they're getting their mates to buy it you know on that record store day and they, they're making money from it if people are buying it then and more for them. The thing is, if I had that, you know how much I, I bloody love my records. And I, you know, I just want that on my shelf. And I'd love to listen to it. So so it's a it's a genuine fan or collector that hasn't got their hands on it. Yeah, that annoys me. And the last one I've kind of got written, it's when you can't get through to a person on a phone, when you're calling a company, you just end up in a loop of like, choices and and menu options. And and, you know, your call is important to us. Please hold. And, and you're, just, you're just talking to, to menus rather than people. Even yeah. online, when you're going to customer service, most companies now, they, they guide you down filling an online email form, don't they? Contact form. You can't speak yeah. to people.
0: And, and and that's the thing as well, like, and, and do you know what, it, it's it's the same for everyone. I mean, I think, to be honest, the only person, the only company that ha- hasn't done that with me is probably my insurance company for my car. They're yeah. really easy to speak yeah, to on yeah. phone. And to be honest, that's the only reason I stay with them. I literally say to them every year, I year, I'm like, give me 40 quid off and I'll stay with you because I like you lot basically and they're like yeah all right then but it's true you call up because you've got an issue with a product or whatever it might be and it says okay i'm going to give you nine options because that's how many (laughs) buttons are on the fucking keypad and then please press star if you'd like to repeat the message and you need to go through five menus to speak to someone it's impossible to do impossible to do but so many things so many people are going towards that now i mean even to get a doctor's appointment that sort of thing now loads of the doctor's surgeries have all got automated voice lines it's basically impossible to speak to a receptionist all big
1: companies again are all you yeah. know impossible Actually, doc- to speak to doctors that's another thing so you call literally you call a minute before the phone lines open you can't get through because the lines aren't open you call bang on the time and you're number 25 in the queue yeah.
0: <laughs> it's <like our> <laughs> like, there's no i was definitely the fastest this time
1: i'm not even joking once i remember um I think when I looked at my phone, I must have called about 30 times because I was just literally calling Redo, calling Redo, calling Redo. When I did get through, I was I was in the double figures. I don't know how. It's just unbelievable.
0: Well, once I had a problem with um, a product, again, not, not any specific mention of company or anything. So it's going to have to be general. And I had to call them. Um, this was probably... F- Three or four months ago, I had a problem and needed to speak to someone, get on the phone line and turns around and says, we're experiencing high volume of calls, that sort of thing, which is fine, you know, COVID and that sort of thing. And then I was number 48 in the queue. And I thought, well, I'm not getting through for the next two hours, but I'm just going to see what happens and how long I'm on the phone for. And genuinely, I think that they'd said it to just tell everyone that they were number 48 in the hope of putting them off, because I didn't move from number 48 for about an hour and a half. And I thought there's no chance that people have been on the phone for that long in front of me or that there's that few people that are answering the phones. But it was absolutely ridiculous. So I just put the phone down. And I was like, no, you know what? I can't. I can't be bothered with this anymore.
1: A lot of customer service just seems to be. Yeah, we'll stick you on hold for half hour. And, and it, yeah. just feels, it just feels like it's a holding pattern rather than it genuinely being busy.
0: Yeah, because we don't have a problem if you can't tell us it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, but it, but it's also and actually, if we're talking about this, it's it's predominantly again. Let's say with customer services, and and you know, it's it's not an easy role. First job I would I worked in a bank doing mortgages, right? And two weeks of the month, you had to be on the phones. Yeah, and it is a thankless task, you know, because you do get people shouting at you because they've got a problem with the company and they're taking it out on you, right? So so I get it. The only time I've ever got annoyed or angry at people on the phone is when they're not actually listening to you yeah they've just got that script in front of them and it doesn't matter what you've said they're just reading a script and it's like you're not actually hearing a word i'm saying are you
0: yeah they're just sitting there looking for the yes no answer that you might give them (laughs) and they're going no 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 i don't think you've understood i'm gonna ask you the same question again as i've done for the sixth time please could you give me (laughs) i'm saying it's not that simple
1: (laughs) i've actually said look put the script down please and just listen to me because you're not actually understanding the problem
0: Although on on the on the vein of angry people, um have you got any more?
1: No, I'm I'm just enjoying get, this is quite a moment, this is, is yeah, this is good. This is quite good.
0: One that's with me and it's it's to do with complaints and that sort of thing, especially if you see it in like a business or a public place, that sort of thing. And it's people getting like overly aggressive with like the lowest rung on the ladder in a business. Yeah, so you yeah. know if somebody's got a complaint, they're just like screaming at the person behind like a till. And it's just like, well, I mean, it's not really their, yeah, <laughs> their fault yeah. that this has happened to you. Like, you know, there's a different way that you could probably put your point across. And it's like some poor, like, 18-year-old or 16-year-old or something working as a Saturday job, just getting screamed at by, like, a random member of the public. And it just must be, like,
1: you know. <laughs> I remember once, you know, um, the telecommunication company that you're with and you've had problems with a couple of weeks ago? Oh, um, yes, yes. Our favourite one. I was, I was having an issue with them, but this was, the issue was that they were basically trying to charge charge me like 350 quid for something that I shouldn't have been charged 350 quid for. So I remember, and it was multiple phone calls. And I remember getting to one person and I said, look, whatever their name was, I'm, I'm shouting. I'm not shouting at you. This isn't anything to do with you, but I'm really angry and I need to shout. So I said, <laughs> you know, don't take this don't take this personally, but I'm really, really pissed off now. Because I know it's not there, but you know, they're, they're, like I said, they're not getting paid enough to to take the abuse
0: yeah that's the thing and oh my god you know what this is where I've seen it recently um so at the minute again in 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 UK um pharmacies and that sort of thing they've been under a lot of pressure recently because so many people have needed you know drugs and obviously with the fact that so many people are in isolation pharmacies were really understaffed at one point because so many people were just off work um that's all to do with obviously like covid regulation and that but it's like um I I was in um a a pharmacy picking up a prescription um, and there was a guy next to me who's turned around and said, no, but I need these because I'm going to run out. And he's just like, but you do understand that obviously we give you months worth and you, you need to make sure that you order them in advance because obviously we're not going to have the time. And this guy just had a slanging match with the pharmacist behind the counter about how he needed it now. He said, but it's impossible because we don't have this because yeah. you've brought it in today when you need it. Right,
1: you need to right, understand yeah.
0: that yeah. you have to have. And, and that's the thing. Do you know when you've got a situation where people
1: just haven't understood that maybe part of the problem is you? Do you not find though, and it goes back to driving, that sometimes the angriest people are the ones who know that they're in the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I the anger is a cover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, So a so, slight side story, but while we were talking about the phone, I did want to, I did want to talk about a, a personal story, but it's like I said, it's not necessarily a pet peeve, it was just something funny that's cropped, cropped up to, in, in my memory. And I, if if we don't say it now, I might not remember in another one, but when I worked at the bank doing mortgages, like I said, I was on, I was on the phone and I remember my manager come up to me and said, look, We've had a complaint. Somebody said that we were offering a mortgage rate in the paper, but when they're calling us up, they said that we're not. Or when they've applied for it, they they can't see it, and they think we're basically scamming, putting in the press lower lower mortgage rates, and then when they come through, it's higher. So I said, okay. I said, I said, give me all the information. So I spent about an hour researching the rates we had historically. You know, because uh, this person was saying it was, they were saying it was 2%, we were saying 4%. I looked at the last sort of two years of rates we were doing to see, is it an old thing in the paper? I was looking at phone calls, I was looking at this. I couldn't find anything. So I called up the person and I said, look, and this person straight away got really angry. And I said, look, I'm really sorry, but you know, wh- what are you saying? he goes, but it says here, Barclays Bank, 1.9%. I said, but sir, we're not Barclays Bank. I kid you not he went there was silence went oh and hung up and that was it but the thing was I was so stressed I spent about an hour preparing myself and he was calling the wrong bank
0: see that's that's again an instance of misplaced anger but where you're super wrong with who you're angry at it's like, it's like it's like walking into burger king and complaining about your
1: um your mcdonald's <laughs> yeah, no, it was superb it was superb and and that's actually it was it was funny it ended funny but
0: that's the thing i think obviously it is important to stress that anything that we've talked about is obviously like i said minor inconveniences but in the wrong circumstances you know if you just had a bad day yeah are those yeah. things that would really wind you up if you if you had a
1: bad day basically but, but often it's it's the minor things because often big things I think you let slide like I, I I don't know if someone's massively cut you up or I I I choose not to get angry because if you're going to get angry sometimes at uh, a lot of the bad driving you'll you'll be angry 99%. It's sometimes it just takes that little thing. Yeah. And I think because you often I think maybe we're programmed to to let the big things go or maybe it's the little things like you you know go right back to the start where you said you've let someone through in a car and they've not thanked you. And uh, you can actually—I forgot—you could apply that to a door. You hold the door open for someone. Yeah, they just yeah. walk through and don't don't even acknowledge it. And it's it's such a minor thing. You've held the door open. That was your choice to hold the door open. I suppose you you want me to walk through it? I'll walk through it. But it's that it's that understood uh what's the word convention that you should say thank you if someone's done something for you and when yeah, they know, yeah. that is the biggest thing in the world. It doesn't matter who else is is conning you, scamming you, whatever. That person didn't acknowledge me when I held the door open for them.
0: But that's the thing as well. I think it's yeah, like you said, just a common appreciation for the fact that you just have a have to have a little bit of manners about you. So I mean with the thanking you thing, even if you're paying someone for something. So like waiters in, you know, a, a restaurant you're going to tip them at the end all sorts i constantly say thank you because you've yeah. brought me my meal thank yeah, you because yeah. you've g- brought me a new drink thank you i know i asked for it i know you're getting paid for it but it's just about having just a bit of common decency and not in that instance because that one little instance for example of you being rude to a waiter basically fucks up his entire day and that's really kind of what it is like the little things that build up and the little things that are just a little bit of a trigger are actually the ones that i think ruin your mood the most and i think that's really what these things are
1: but i just think If someone holds the door open for me, I'll say thank you because it's a nice thing. Someone's done a nice thing and it puts you in a good mood. You know what I mean? It's it's those little, you know, I guess it's not really a random act of kindness, I guess. It's, it's, It's common decency holding the door open rather than letting it slam in someone's face. But it's the difference between someone letting the door slam in my face when they could have held it open for two seconds to holding the door open and a little smile to say thank you. Yeah. It can just change the tone of your day ever so slightly, can't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I think that's that's really where we were coming from when we when we kind of had the idea for this pod as well. So I think um unless you've got any more?
1: No, no, no. I'm 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 done. Thank you. You've um you've got my bile levels raised.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take my blood pressure after this one as well. I don't know if I was more more irritated by this one or by the metaverse one. no the metaverse one was still worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I just want to say again, check out Decay with the boys. Give give them a listen.
0: Yeah, pop pop them a listen. Conversely as well, if you've enjoyed this episode, let us know what your favourite pet peeves are. Give (laughs) us an idea of what grinds your gears, what winds you up, even if it's the smallest things or the biggest of things. Relieve your
1: tension and anger out. Exactly. Let Let us know. Release some stress. We'd love to hear, yeah, the other side of the ocean what what some of the, the pet peeves are or, or what grinds your gears up over there. Let us know. Let us know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cultural cultural pet peeves as well would be a <laughs> yeah. cool one if you've got anything that you can't think of that maybe only applies where you are. But yeah, so you can pop us a an email at castingviewspod at gmail.com or again hit us up on Twitter at castingviews. Let us know what your favourite pet peeves are or your most irritating pet peeves are. And I will finish, as always, by saying We know there are many podcasts from which you can choose, so we thank you for listening to Casting Views.